Welcome to Roomings. Every week we take mini dives into topics and explore it on what it is, what it can be and what it should be. We are a coach, a psychologist and an expressive arts practitioner and we just want to be a part of the conversation. Join us every Sunday if you'd like to ruminate or muse with us. Join us on Roomings. Welcome back to Roomings. We hope you had a lovely week. So we thought we'll speak to you today about the breakups that happened in friendship the loss the separation the grief that follows it and why do they break how does one go about it how does one cope with the loss we don't really address these endings these breakups and what we feel around it it's not really spoken or sometimes not even taken so seriously um, you're just expected to move on whereas if it were a real heartbreak of from a romantic love it would be fussed over and gotten all the attention and this is something we thought we would touch upon in this conversation my question to both of you is um have you guys experienced something like this and how was it for you i think uh, friendship breakups are not spoken about enough i think what happens is that especially when the friendship is an old one as in it takes a long time to build uh, we invest so much in that friendship and sometimes when it doesn't work out or when when two people change as everyone changes a lot of the times those people can drift apart the damage that can do to a person is quite a bit i think we don't speak about it enough but uh, i think friendship breakups sometimes can do even more damage than uh, relationships can when a relationship ends i feel like your foundations are still strong you still have those friends to go back i sometimes feel like friends are more like family uh, they're probably chosen family so it's harder i think when uh, friendships come to an end true that's really true So how do you think or why do you think um, a friendship ends That's a very interesting question about there are so many different ways that friendships end well there is drifting right like we've all heard it that yeah we were friends once upon a time but we drifted and it's such a strange phrase we drifted or a friendship breaks because there has been a traumatic end to that friendship or you've had a major blow out with the friend and you were not on speaking terms anymore and you know hence not friends so essentially i think with every friendship breaking and especially traumatic or blow out comes hurt pain loss grief right i don't think that is a simple answer to your question you put it so well So what does drifting look like and how do you realize that you've drifted apart when do you realize that because it's it's something so significant and yet it unknowingly sneaks up on you I think drifting for me is suddenly of one day it could be weeks from now months later you realize that you've not spoken to this one friend you haven't felt the lo- their loss in your life it has hurt but you realize that they haven't even been in your thoughts they've just an afterthought 
that's what drifting is. And sometimes it can take more than a year that you realize that I haven't spoken to this person in ages, but I have still lived well. But then you wake up realizing you've not really missed that person, right? But then where's the loss here? Where's the grief here? And what are you grieving for? Nostalgia. It's nostalgic. I mean, I think it's still that one friend that you do that one activity with. Are you saying that you hold on to nostalgia for months to come later on? Do we really do that? No, I think what I'm saying is that one fine day when suddenly it hits you that you've drifted, nostalgia kicks in then. It's like a rewind tape of images gone by and memories gone by that make it extremely nostalgic of all the good times that you've had with the person. There are two things that can happen here, right? Either you become nostalgic and, you know, you send out a message that, hey, it's been so long, we've not hung out. And, you know, you start creating plans with the person, hoping to rekindle that same connection through nostalgia. You live through those nostalgic moments and you move a little bit forward here and you analyze that I have lived well without the person's uh, existence in my life. You then maybe respect the decision that we've both drifted. You maybe drop in just a simple text that, hey, I was thinking of you or find a very basic way to acknowledge that that person was in your thoughts and you let it be. She also mentioned a certain separation, fights that happen. How does that drama look like? Or what does that cause? Uh, drifting is very slow, uh, unpainful death. But this is the real hard hit, head-on collision that happens. I feel somewhere that when there is toxicity in a relationship, be it a friendship, be it a relationship, I feel you're never the first to know. I mean, this is a personal opinion, but this is what I feel. Because you're so invested in that relationship, you can't see these red flags, you can't see these indicators, but all the people in your life who are close to you can see it. And they probably do point it out from time to time saying, hey, you don't look really happy after meeting this person. Why, why are you always doubting yourself after you meet this person? Or why do you always feel in some way inferior to this person? A lot of the times, I think our first natural defense is denial. No, 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 I'm fine. They probably didn't realize what they were doing. But I think gradually what happens is you just start noticing these things for yourself. And the first time that you notice these things, I think it's a big shock to the system. Because uh, I've said this before and I say it again, I don't think a person has to be a bad person or any less than to be toxic. I think everyone has certain toxic traits. It's just that sometimes you're with a person whose traits somehow trigger you or aren't good for you. I think it's very interesting what you said, Simone, about toxic relationships and I completely agree with you. But, you know, when you said that you ask yourself this question, how much harm or how, how are you benefiting from this friendship? And how do you reach that awareness in a toxic relationship to be able to ask these questions? Wow. I was just thinking about that question, actually, and I'm glad you asked it. I guess it's about noticing some recurring patterns with the way you are with each other, noticing the conversation, noticing how it's ending, where it begins. 
it it could be something like someone making fun of you all the time for a certain things and it happens and a limits get pushed boundaries get crossed and that happens over and over and probably something that really affects you within uh, you've outgrown the poke at you however casual it may seem uh, you realize that it's really the joke has gone too long and it's something i'm not really comfortable with i don't need it anymore or being pointed out uh, my choices pointing out the fact that okay how they are why they were made or how they are not good enough these are the things which make you feel bad no or small about yourself or uh, not being accepted the reason why this pinches is i feel that friendship is a place where we are normally accepted as who we are compared to any other relation we have in our lives it's one of those unconditional most non-judgmental spaces in our lives and if there is where i won't get accepted for my choices for how i am uh, for how i carry myself then it's a massive letdown so that's something that's coming to me right now does that answer your question ava i think you described friendship so beautifully when you said that it's a space where everyone is so non-judgmental with you and with your choices and with just who you are as a person um but i have a question for both of you we have spoken about toxic friendships and how sometimes the other person in the relationship or in the friendship can become toxic over time but my question to you is what if you notice that you yourself are becoming toxic is that possible of course it's possible and how do you notice it and what do you do about it i think this is one of the most hardest possibly a herculean task for anyone because we start with the simple thing how can i be toxic and then i think it often doesn't even occur to us that we should consider our own toxicity in a relationship i don't know why when you asked me this question i had a flashback of one particular movie it's an old one called goodwill hunting uh, with matt damon and ben affleck in it and as we all know matt damon is this mad math genius while ben affleck is his best friend one of the most beautiful unsaid moments of the whole movie was when ben affleck told matt damon that he wouldn't sum up to anything this is his life he will always be a construction worker but matt damon has a chance to actually be better you know change his circumstances in life in that moment ben affleck also says that every morning when i knock on your door i really hope that you're not there to open the door because he realizes that his friendship and his ties to matt damon in some ways inhibit and you know stop matt damon from growing and and i think in the real world you just simply hope that you're this consciously intelligent and mature enough to understand your pull your scope of effect in another person's life i think some day sometime the thought crosses your mind um as to are you the one who's being toxic or are, are you the one who's always been said yes to is it a power trip for you to be the leader of the group and have somebody tag along i i choose to believe that it is possible that people would ask these questions to themselves i think i would go back to what i said about drifting we do analyze that friendship as well right but come to think of it nobody ever tells us 
how to be a friend right you're raised to be a good son or good daughter or good child so to speak but friends you're asked to just be free just pay attention to your friendships and if you closely pay attention to it the questions will come it does take courage to answer these questions but we just hope that we can be a little bit more of ben affleck from goodwill hunting in our lives namita i think you put a very cute goal for us being better ben afflecks uh jokes apart i feel it's very much possible because you constantly get feedbacks about your behavior in someone's body language in the way they react say you do get as there are red flags so to say you do get this about yourself and so often it's as clear as a clear mirror uh, it's just that we need to learn to see them read our feedbacks and that's where again as you said teach ourselves this so i have a question for both of you what are the tangible ways in which we can evaluate toxicity in the friendship i guess one of the things that are coming to me in this moment is to think about the intention with which we are saying something or reacting in this way what's making me say it is it coming from a really selfless place or do i really mean well for someone or as you said is it a power trip for me is it boosting my ego and what am i getting out of this something doesn't add up in your friendship even from your end so that's i guess one of your the most effective and the most powerful conscious conscience pointers as i may call it where is your intent with whatever it is that you want to do that i feel can change influence your thoughts and naturally what comes out your behavior after that it's difficult to go that deep but if you really make a habit out of it um that's where your consistency and integrity is going to lie eventually and those are one of the things that i feel good long lasting or it's not even about longevity here but really that's where your foundations are being built i think it's so important to balance out being yourself in a friendship at the same time not being toxic because i feel all of us somewhere have certain toxic traits and although at some level we do say that we have to be ourselves in a in in any relationship um in a friendship but being yourself probably never justifies being toxic you know so i feel like that that balance is somewhere uh, that that balance is what we have to achieve somewhere friendships can end because of drifting friendships can end because of a fight or an argument friendships can end because of toxicity but my question to you all is that once a friendship does end once a friendship does come to a close um how do you deal with all the emotions that come to mind i think it's completely normal not just to feel a sense of loss but to feel a sense of guilt that it didn't work and if you're talking about closure we're talking about the trauma that comes with losing a friend it's it's like losing a limb right sometimes there's romanticization as well but there is guilt too and it's okay to feel guilty but it's a problem if you let the guilt become 
the overshadowing feeling i'll counter your question with a question when i ask are you really losing the person or are you losing how they made you feel it takes a long time to reach that place but so often that answers so many of your questions and actually leads you to closure what are you really missing are you missing all the attention you got the space you got that person celebrating you for being you or are you really losing that person no longer being a part in your life however that person is it's a very honest mistake also even if you're missing all the attention you get we are all human that's that's one of the things that do happen but so that's why i didn't really answer your question but i want to leave you with this question wow apa i think what you said is so incredibly profound um that you miss not the friend but how the person makes you feel but you need a lot of maturity to be able to ask this question as well as answer it right when you become your somebody's friend you don't become the person's friend with an end date in mind right like i mean if you have to compare it to romantic relationships you always begin like yeah i like like the person but i don't know how long it will last none of us really think of our friendships <laughs> with trial date so to speak i think to answer someone's question i hope you give a breakup in friendship the same amount of time and respect to get over as you do in a romantic relationship because these breakups are infinitely harder right to think about it but the reason why i think your question is a little harder to answer is also because we think that friends and friendships are effortless right um i think i would draw on from our very first episode about vulnerability where we said that it's friends where it's the easiest to go and say hey i just want to exist in your space because it doesn't require words a friend just simply understands right which is why um it's so much more harder to reach that point of forgiveness because the betrayal seems to cut far deeper than sometimes a romantic relationship so all i can say for your question abha is that i hope including me someday have the maturity courage and honesty to ask this question and maybe perhaps have an answer this time around we at roomings thought we'd leave you with certain questions do you find a friendship where awkward conversations have increased more than the flow is there a friend that does not make you feel good about yourself or feel happy or content when you leave is there a certain sense of loss or emptiness when you're with the friend or feeling misunderstood is there somebody who oversteps these boundaries do you feel guilty say thinking that they overstep the boundaries take time out evaluate observe and really take a quiet look in, into your friendships and see is it okay that there is one friend that you go to only for advice is it okay that there is one friend that you go to only to have fun or does your friend have to do everything together 
We'd love to hear from you. We leave you with these questions to ruminate over and you can find us or connect with us on Instagram as well. Our page is Happy Roomings. Do follow us and please let us know how you find our podcast as well as these questions. Thank you for being so kind, patient and forgiving. And stay connected. Stay safe.